Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everyone. Welcome, welcome. And you know what? I want to just say for this next hour, Benny, let's just make it an open phone line show. Let's get folks to call in because I know they're going to want to talk to Sarah. Yeah, let's do Um, it. Yeah. I mean, Sarah Wiseman joining me here today again. I'm so thrilled to be talking with her. Um, You know, we're going to be talking about her latest book, Messages from the Divine, Wisdom for the Seeker's Soul. And what I love about what Sarah does is it's not just about you know, how to learn the answers to questions, you know, from this gifted, intuitive, visionary teacher. But most importantly, how to incorporate what she's bringing forward every day in our lives. Because in the world we're living in right now, things are moving so fast and moving so quickly. And, you know, honestly, is there a quicker way to get answers than to have to Google everything? And I think there is. And I think that Sarah thinks there is. And so today we're going to talk about what that means. And we have a copy of her fabulous book to give away. But many of you may know her. You may know her as the spiritual psychic, and you may know her as Ask Sarah, you know, you may know her uh, from her daily divine blog, uh, music albums, everything. You, but, but you know. So when I say Sarah, you know what I mean. And what we have today in looking at what the messages she's bringing forth, it's like this. We are looking for answers. We are looking for messages. We are people on a mission. And sometimes we have to be open to get the thing that wants to point us in the right direction, not by the time we search through millions of records, but by what we have inside of us. And today, you're going to find out more about what Messages from the Divine is revealing to us. Sarah, it's great to have you. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Dr. Pat. I'm so happy to be here. You know, I, I want to know what it's like to be you. And what <laughs> I mean by that, I, mean I really do. I do. And, and I think it's because I love this book and I love how you've written the book as, as well as your others. But I want to know what it's like to be you. And the reason I ask that question is this. You know, we're living in time, and listeners have heard me say that I believe we're living in a time where just at the tip of the iceberg in terms of how we're going to be bombarded with information. And you're bringing forth an audience and a message about how we can tap in to this innate known aspect of knowing that we're just not quite mastering yet. And what is it like to be you to know this and bring forth a book like Messages from Divine? What is the message that you want us to hear today? Well, 
the piece about being me is really it's really fascinating to me because on the one hand, this spiritual information flows through me, and that's very surprising and remains kind of unexpected. So that's like the the, the soul part that has complete complete understanding. It's very clear. And then there's the human part <laughs> that's <laughs> definitely a work in progress, kind of trying to integrate everything that the soul knows, you know, and this is just like everybody, you know, there's the wisdom and then there's the trying to incorporate it. So it's, you know, it it continues to be a journey, Uh, but I do feel grateful. I I feel kind of astonished that this writing has come through me and that it's going to hopefully be so useful for people. And at the same time, I feel, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just me my, with all my faults and flaws and, you know, just on the path like everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that I, that, that I was really called and drawn to ask you that particular question is there's so much in the book that really stopped me. And I shared a little bit about that before we came on. But the one that really grabbed my attention was Lesson 53. And before we get to that, I want to talk with you about the style of writing, how you wrote this book, because many books come out and they're not very useful in our day-to-day lives, right? But this is a little bit different. This is like the book that it doesn't matter what page I go to, there's a message here for me for that day, for that moment, for whatever is going on. And I did a little test of this. And Mm -hmm. so today I opened a book to a very specific page. And I'm curious about it. But before we get there, what was what was your thinking in writing this book in a way that there are less lessons and that it doesn't matter what page you go to? There's something there for everybody. You know, I don't think there was a lot of thinking in this book because mm-hmm. this particular book I wrote in a meditative state in, yeah. in, in the middle of the night. <laughs> Not yeah. in the middle of the night, but in the early morning. And so... It just came through, so I really can't take credit for, you know, mm. how it was organized or it's just what arrived. And looking at it now, I'm so happy because we all need these, you know, short lessons, short exercises. Um, life is so complex. We need bits and pieces that are simple instead of, you know, this giant tomb of information that we have to plow through. So. I think um, I think these messages fit where our attention is and where our ability is to um, receive information very well. It's very modern. Yeah, I mean, let me ask you this uh, this follow up question. So, open up the book today, and I open up to the page uh, lesson fifty three. Everything is your answer. Everything is your answer. And I opened this up and I thought, okay, all right, I I am seeking answers for a couple of very specific things. Two crowdfunding initiatives we're doing. One is to create a board game for Lyme disease awareness. And the second one is the launching of our positive media mojo and the expansive of our positive mojo movement all over the world. And we've built technology. So we're we're looking for Mm -hmm. fundraising. So I open up the book and I come to this page 
And I thought, oh, I have to Mm -hmm. stop to hear the answer. Talk about this particular lesson for me. Everything is your answer. I Mm -hmm. love this. Well, the book talks about two really big ideas. The first is that looking at ourselves as, as souls instead of just our personalities. And then the second part is this idea that the universe is always communicating with us. And I think that's what this Lesson 53, Everything is, is Your Answer, speaks to. I mean, everything, the way, uh, uh, like today at our house, we had a, a water main break, right? <laughs> so, so that is, I don't know what that means yet. Not a water main. I don't know what it is. Some part of the pipe. Some there's a, There was a plumber here. So what does that mean? I don't know yet, but that particular event is not random. It's part of the the queries that I'm in the midst of or, you know, that my husband or my family's in the midst of that piece or the way, um, you know, a, a bird crosses your path or the message you read in a book or the person you sit by on the bus. Everything is your answer. And so when we go out there, it's not like we're just getting one puzzle piece from the universe once a month. We're getting a bazillion puzzle pieces every time we just engage with the idea of, well, where's my, where's my puzzle piece? And there it is. Everything. Mm. Um, one of the things I said earlier is we have a copy of this fabulous book, Messages from the Divine, um, in here. And clearly for me, I'm, I really mean it when, you know, it doesn't matter what page you're open to, there's a message here. Um, and Sarah, it's really incredible to hear you share how this came to you. The question that I would like to ask you about these is, was there surprises And, you know, usually what I mean by that is um, as you started to receive this information, I know that sometimes, just like for me, I don't know why I say half the things I say when I'm on air or how I say it. And after I'm done, I don't remember what I've said, really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, There's just a knowing that happens. Um, Was there something that you received in getting this that gave you a new knowing, maybe something you hadn't considered before. Yes. You know, I think a a lot of this book, um, I think a lot of this book was complete surprise to me. And then Mm -hmm. as I, you know, you have to kind of go through the, you have to look at it again and proof it and so forth. And and I think that the, the information kind of, it's like I learned it as I reviewed it, but when I was receiving it, um, I don't think, I don't, I think a lot of it was new. It was, it mm. was just new. I'm trying to think uh, what, I don't know if I can pick anything exact, right. but mm-hmm. I think, I think there's this idea of it came through as all of a surprise. And then the more I went back to it during the process of working with the publisher, the more it like integrated with me or the more uh-huh. I started to understand it. And even now, like, I'll open it. Like, I just opened to Lesson 17. Learning to be is one of our biggest lessons. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. It's like a, this book continue, continually reminds you of what your soul knows. It's like a continual reminder of, like, oh, yeah, I know that. I know that from from forever. 
I, I, of course I know that. I just forgot it. Like, now I'm remembering it again. And that's pretty cool, this sort of shiver down your spine of like, yeah, I know this already. I just forgot it. Yeah, I I love this. I love this particular lesson because I think it's one of our greatest challenges today. And yet it doesn't it doesn't really say to us that we're not here to do. And that's what I'd like to talk to you about when we come back. Sometimes we confuse this idea learning to to be is one of our biggest lessons. Sometimes we confuse learning to be with inactivity. And I would love for you to talk about the message around that and how this is helping us understand what the meaning of pure consciousness is, especially the way you talk about it later in the book. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to give you copies of the book. Sarah Wiseman joining me here today. Really, really cool book. And we're going to tell you how you can find out more about Sarah, how you can tap into her blog, connect with her, all of the above. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. TheAngelLady.net 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 1-800-323-1790 Sue Storm TheAngelLady.net Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. Please join us for a transformational conference with five, that's right, five of the leading pioneers in the fields of science and spirituality, all in one place. Join best-selling authors and teachers, Greg Braden, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Lynn McTaggart, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and Lee Carroll in both individual workshops as well as a weekend of keynote presentations and panel discussions. At this extraordinary event, you'll get to experience some of the brightest leaders of our world today, empowering you with groundbreaking new information, deep wisdom, and practical tools to transform your life. Come connect with others and expand your consciousness in beautiful Nanaimo on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, June 14th through 19th. 
For more information or to register for what some are expecting to be one of the best conferences of 2018, visit ShalohaProductions.com. That's S-H-A-L-O-H-A Productions.com. Or visit the individual speakers' websites. Okay, uh, uh, Sarah Weissman joining me here today. And uh, all y'all that are part of our team, Dr. Pacho team, all of this amazing people that are here at building this, you know, uh, incredible. There are two things, two things that I talked to Jessica about this morning. There were many, but there's two things that we agree. One is, you know, we are here to make sure that this is our 15th year, especially in the Western Washington area and our 10th, moving into close to our 10th year for TTR, which launched actually on the East Coast. And we're very clear about two things. One is to keep our commitment to all of our listeners and what we promised you. But I open up one of the things in Sarah's book, and Sarah Weisman joining me here today, Messages from the Divine. And we were talking about how these messages keep us moving in the direction, but being, this idea of being. But one of the things, Sarah, that I opened up the book and Jessica and I were talking about had to do with what gets in the way of being. And you have three points in the book, and I mentioned two of them before, but the one that really gave us the answer today was this, yep, I get about being, yep, I get about really, look how this is so important for us to follow this innate, but then you give us the punchline. You give it to us. Yeah, and you're 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 almost as if this one lesson is like you must be coming from New York. <laughs> I'm from New York. And it says, everybody write this down. This is my takeaway. Sarah's gonna be like, oh Pat, really? <laughs> lesson 22. And all you numerology people do the numerology on that. Lesson 22 distractions are not worthy of you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. This was right here, this thing right here. This was the game changer for the conversations we were having about what we're doing. And it's funny because I started to read it and it was really different than what I thought it was going to be. It was a little bit different, but the message that it got right to me today, Mm -hmm. um, distractions everywhere. They Mm -hmm. take us away from our being. They take us away. But yet, we don't even know we're being distracted. Let's talk about this from your perspective, please. Yes. Well, so being, we sometimes misunderstand as that means we're just supposed to be, you know, laying around on on sofas, you know, just hanging out. And and that's that's not what being is. Being means we're fully aware of everything around us. We have this like full, we're part of everything. We're incorporated with everything. But we're still like doing our, what I call our soul's calling or our life's work. We're actively engaged with that, but not from a sense of, oh, I should do this or this is on my to-do list. It's like from this deep sense of passion and purpose, like our deep reason for being here. So we're engaged with what we're supposed to be doing, but we're doing it from this state of like this being state, this state of awareness. Then the distractions come along. And of course, 
I mean, probably one of the biggest is our, our devices and our, our phones. And, um, and there's others, you know, alcohol, drugs, yeah. uh, food, porn, just on any kind of thing you could think of that's taking us out away from our life's purpose or our life's calling or the reason we're here. And these distractions, they're so tempting. They make me, they make us think that we're doing something worthy, but really they're just a way of numbing out and wasting this like really precious time here on earth. They're a way Mm. of numbing out. They're a way of being separate from what we're really here to do. And that's the danger. It's not, this book doesn't have any big uh, moral position. The book is just saying, gosh, if you're spending all that time, like say on your phone, what are you, what are you doing? You know, you might as well just be, Mm. it's just wasting this time that you could be moving forward to whatever particular thing you're meant to be here on the planet for. Because we each have these gifts, these specific special gifts that are unique. We each have this um, purpose. And um, that's what we're, that's what we're here to do is to sort of expand that. Everybody's purpose is different. Um, but we're each here to contribute, you know, in our own in our own way towards lifting everybody up. Yeah, and, and you know, this is so cool because I think we confuse downtime with distractions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just got to read the first part of this, Sarah, if I could. Mm-hmm. You, it's this here. You are not here to distract yourself from your experience. You're here to be in your experience. This is the only way you can grow. Man, I love that. And yet I look back at my life and and I think I've had some very painful experiences. But I've I really look back at them now and I have a whole different insight you know, from losing a mom at age six to suicide, being homeless at 17, right? Um, You know, I look at things really differently, but yet I believe I am susceptible to distractions. You know, I believe that, you know, it's the hardest things for me to figure out what's a distraction and what's a calling, you see right. the difference, right? right? You know what I'm talking about. I bet you relate to this, right? A little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we start to get we start to get so much that we want to to create in the world or bring forth, you know, to help others and and mm-hmm. just that we're excited about bringing forth. Yeah. And so we do. Um, not everything's essential, you know. It's pretty easy to get a lot of what like plate juggling. And like, oh, I'll just add one more plate. You know, I can do two more plates. And and really, the universe would be like, why don't you just do three plates? That is really a good use of your time. And and so when we get too many plates going, um, it gets to be too much. And then we start to throw in distractions just to kind of like relieve the tension of we're too busy. Um, It's this, we're not meant to be as busy as we are. Um, None of us are. And so distractions come in to kind of break that busyness up and uh, it's just this cycle of overloading ourselves when the universe is saying, you know, do less, do it more completely, do it with more presence. 
that will actually take you a lot further than um and this could be anything if you're if you're if the passage of your life is to be a parent like do that fully if the passage of your life is to be in school do that fully you know just do do fully what wherever you are positioned um hey put your complete attention to that which is what you're involved with yeah, well, you know, I, so we're going to take a short break. But when we come back, I want to talk about the section you wrote about divine guidance in the book, because I started to go through here and I started to take a few notes. I write in the books that I get. Mm. And um, and I thought, oh, wait a minute. That's how gu- that's how I'm being guided. Oh, no, wait. Now, wait a minute. That's how I'm being guided. Oh, wait, now here too, in events. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, this is my version of Sarah's version of messages from the divine, the takeaway, how to get the guidance so you know what to do next. Yeah, but this is it. No, it's way more than that, but this is really part of it. Let's take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you how you can find out more about Sarah how you can connect with her, how you can get a copy of the book. And we're going to give a copy of the book away. Uh, 1-800-930-2819. And listen, this is an opportunity for you to connect with Sarah directly. Are you looking for some guidance? Give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Barbara Scheidegger, clinical hypnotherapist and founder of Swiss Hypnotherapy. And this is a tip with purpose. So here it is. You tell yourself again, I cannot lose weight. Let's reverse that. Tell yourself, I'm going to dump my weight. My weight is melting while I'm eating these things, the good things. And feel and see yourself shrinking getting smaller and smaller. Enjoy the food you're eating. And when you put the food in your mouth, taste it, savor it. How do you feel? And swallow it slowly, comfortably and easy and tell yourself, this is good for me. I am dumping my weight or I'm melting my pounds. Tell yourself, yes, I can. Positive action can only bring positive results. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Could you swim with sharks? Is fear holding you back from living your life? The time is now to jump in and be courageous. 
Shelly Ryan has created a retreat to help you move past your fears with confidence. Join her June 30th through July 7th in Mexico. Have some fun, relax. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to be courageous with a whale and shark adventure. For more information, visit yournextchaptercoaching.com. The truth is funny. Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Oh, no, I thought that was going to be Carly Simon song right there. I thought Benny was getting ready to do the Carly Simon song um, that nobody to this day still can figure out who the heck is Carly Simon talking about in You're So Vain. Uh, but that's another show. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was James Taylor. Well, no? I think everybody thought it was James Taylor. Uh, oh. I, has she fessed up to that? And, and I don't I don't know her personally, so <laughs> I don't oh, know. Okay. All right, we're going to have to channel Carly. Um, but actually, I did interview Olivia Newton-John, uh, and not Olivia Newton-John, uh, I did interview her, but I also interviewed Juice Newton because mm. one of my favorite Juice Newton songs uh, was The Sweetest Thing. And I brought mm-hmm, her mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. And at the time, the gentleman that was her writer for years and years, they worked together so closely, had just passed away but his wife was on here and the song was the sweetest thing. And so we got to talk about the purpose and the meaning, just like we're doing today with your book. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about the purpose and the meaning for each of us to absorb, to take in messages from divine. But there is an idea about it. And before we get to talk about divine guidance, please tell folks, how can they get a copy of the book? How can they listen to your radio show? And how can they follow you on social media, blog, anything else, all of the above? Yes. So there's kind of like one stop shopping for that. <laughs> and just it's all at the website, sarahweisman.com. And right now with the book, just to throw in, I've got a free 11 week, I call it the Seeker's Guide. It's an online course. Um, you can start at any time and just go to the website. It's all explained there. But that's like this extra sort of uh, spiritual support group or spiritual online book club that we're doing uh, to sort of study the book together. So that's a free offering for folks. Awesome. Oh, that's so great. Isn't it great to give back? Oh, yeah. I love, yeah, it feels really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know. We started from day one giving things away, you know, Mm -hmm. from from the very first show we did. I did 15 years ago, and I did it on an Internet station. And honestly, that's a whole message from the Divine Divine Guidance conversation. Because think about it for a minute, Sarah. Go back 15 years if you could. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe Mm -hmm. you weren't even born yet. But if you go back 15 (laughs) years... If you go back 15 years and you think about this and you say, wait a minute, Pat dials a wrong phone number. She doesn't hang up. It's an internet only station. Mm -hmm. And within 10 minutes, looking for a man named Tracy gets a woman named Tacy. And within Mm -hmm. 10 minutes, pulls out a credit card 
and turns over, you know, close to $12,000 for a one hour, 13 week internet only radio. Mm -hmm. That everybody wanted to have me committed. They wanted me to go. They said, you got to go see a therapist, Pat. You were just following. I'd call that divine guidance of events or synchronicities. You, and because you were so in tune, you were able to just, it, it was it was probably be kind of impossible for you. The universe was making that happen so clearly for you. It would have been impossible to keep you away from that particular mm-hmm. event that changed the course of your life and the course of everyone's listening, you know, that made it possible for this to get created. Yeah. And you know what I love about this? This section, uh, I'm s- seriously glued to what you wrote here. And I mean, there isn't anything in this book that you haven't wrote that is so important to the day and times we live in. I mean, but this particular one right here for me right now, where we are, where I am personally, is probably the most important part of any book I've read to me personally. And what a reminder for for all of us. The other thing I was really struck by was the opening to this. And I, can we talk about the opening, the white feather for a moment? Sure. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. Um, so you want me to tell, tell us the about story? This. Okay. Yeah, because so, so I've been book- given more feathers from people, <laughs> and I have a white, I'm serious, I have a white eagle feather that people say, oh, Pat, if you get caught with that feather, you're going to lock you up. <laughs> I don't know why I keep getting feathers, but can you talk about this? Yeah. So the book has some little stories in there from my own life that kind of just illustrate the lessons. And one of the stories is about, um, I was out on, I'll tell it kind of quick, but I was out at Silver Falls Park in Oregon on a hike with my husband. And I'd been really wanting some guidance as to what whether I should probably keep going with these messages, probably, because I always question, like, is this my true path? And I said to the universe, please. Give me a sign, and please, universe, make it so clear I can't mess it up because sometimes I tend to overinterpret or interpret the wrong way. But I want the clearest sign you can get, and please, I'd really like it by the end of the hike. And if not, that's okay, but I'm just putting it out there. So we're walking along, and nothing happens, nothing happens. Every little bird, I think, there's a sign, nothing the end of the hike, we sit down at this picnic table and I'm really bummed because I haven't received my sign. And I look down at my feet. We're in this big natural setting, trees everywhere. And there's this huge white feather, like a 12 inch, not like from a bird in nature, but a giant big white feather. And I look at it and I go, oh, well, there's my sign. I go, I don't know what it means. I guess it means everything's fine. And my husband looks at me, he's like, oh, come on, you don't get what this is. It's so direct. He goes, this is, a, this is not a feather. This is a quill. This is the quill of the scribe. The, the universe would like you to continue scribing the messages. And there it was, so direct, such a pun, and an actual, you know, an actual real feather out of place exactly where I walked for me to receive it. And so I kept, after that, receiving the messages. <laughs> I kept going with the book. 
And that's how the, it all works. You know, these things can be incredibly clear, so clear we can't even believe them. And yet that's how it works. Um, and then you go on to talk about, and I want to touch upon these a little bit if we could. Um, guidance arrives in visions. I am one of these people. I, I, I have a couple ways I get things, but I do see things. I do see things like mm-hmm. I will... One day I'm driving across the I-90 going from leaving the KKNW studio and I'm driving across the I-90 and literally my windshield lit up. And mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. there, I saw the 10 channels we now have today. Uh, three mm-hmm. out of the 10 are launched. We're finishing tech. I saw them. Yeah. I saw their color, their names, what they were about. And I saw them. And at the time, I had no clue as to what to do with that. Uh, but you even what you were, that. even what you were seeing, you probably were like, "I saw this. I don't even know what it is." Yeah, I know I'm supposed to follow it. I know I'm supposed to follow it. Yeah. Yes. So where do we go when we see them? I mean, I can look back now, and I saw how things fell into place. Like mm-hmm. it was clear to me, I couldn't be a lone ranger and try to do this by myself. Yes, so absolutely. Jessica shows up. So Linda shows up. So you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, well, so you can see visions in your everyday. So there's four parts, the way universe brings us messages. Visions, messages, events, which is like your phone call that you made, and then the $12,000 right there in 10 minutes. And uh, Internet, internet radio. <laughs> yeah, so visions, messages, events, and feelings. And visions, you can see those in the outer world. But the practice I do is I do these very quick meditations, maybe a minute or so. And the book sort of shows you, gives you some examples of how to do that in the exercises. But you just close your eyes, you ask your question, and then you wait for this, like sometimes you think of an object or you, a little picture comes into your mind's eye or you have a memory of something, or you just start to think about something that's not related to your question, and this little vision pops into what I call your your mind's eye, and that always has some kind of symbolic reference to your question. Um, it always just has some kind of meaning um, that will guide you in the right direction. So that's the practice I do. Gosh, I wouldn't I, I would say I do it 10 times a day. I'm always like, well, what's the vision? What vision am I getting for this question? And then I just close my eyes, let something pop into my mind, and then I relate what I got. Like, say you're thinking like, oh, what should I do for my health? You close your eyes, and then this is just an example. Maybe an apple would float into your mind. It's like, oh, it's the diet. That's the piece that I need to pay attention to, that kind of thing. But sometimes they're very much more, you know, they're personal to you. They're personal to your own experience. And messages is very similar, but you're hearing it in your mind's ear. You just kind of relax and ask your question. So, again, this idea of, like, we're always asking for the guidance, like we have to ask in order to sort of unlock that. You ask for a message, and then it just sort of, comes in almost like a thought, but not exactly. You just have this almost like telepathic knowing. And 
they sound like you have to be psychic to do them. You don't. I mean, everyone's psychic, but all you got to do is kind of start practicing or experimenting with them. And as you experiment and practice over time, you just start to figure it out. You know, they call it intuition because it's intuitive. Uh Like, we can learn it. It's not particularly hard. We just have to remember to ask for guidance and then remember to practice these ways of getting it. Um, What do you find has been, let's just talk about two questions, two parts to the question. What has been your personal greatest challenge uh, to being you, to being the person that has bring forth these messages, messages from the divine? What have you found in your life and your world as you go through your day? Uh, Some of the things that you're more aware of that could be a distraction for you, but they're little obstacles. They're little things that would have you either doubt yourself or would have you second guess yourself, uh, or maybe you don't have those things, but I know I do. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, my, my, um, absolute challenge that has been with me, with my particular personality since birth that a lot of people have, um, I'm incredibly shy and introverted. So yeah. to come on with Dr. Pat is like, Oh, you know, and it works out great, but the personality is like, the personality is shy. So that's, on the one hand, I've been giving these messages that, you know, hopefully find their way into the world. That's my soul's purpose. On the other hand, I've been given this personality that's mm-hmm. extremely introverted. So that's, that's a daily, that's a yeah. daily, every, that's a daily challenge. To, that's to mine of, too. I mm. am such an introvert that have you ever taken the Myers-Briggs I, mm-hmm. I took it when I was in the corporate world. They made me take it four times because mm-hmm. I was such an introvert that I scared, I, I scored <laughs> in the highest right. introvert scale that they thought I was cheating. So they gave me mm-hmm. four versions of the test. And when I say that to people, when you see me out in public at an event, you don't even know I'm there. I will mm-hmm. sit at a table. I'm shy. And it, it's really interesting. You and I have that. What's up with that? You know, okay, so, and it's funny because I have seen you at an event years ago at the Northwest Women's Show, and you were sitting in introversion. I think you might have been on the air, though, but I was attempting to say hello, and I was so shy, I couldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to pull myself together at those events, though. Yeah, it's a lot Um, of people at those events. People hear me on air, and they're like, no, no. But ask my team. They're mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, is she gonna is she gonna come out and talk to us today? <laughs> and I'm not being mean, but all my life I've been sort of labeled unapproachable. I, yeah. I'm unapproachable, I'm avoidable, I'm intense, I'm yeah. And then people hear me on here and they say, Oh, what are you like multiple personality? But I think sometimes it may seem like that, but now that that book Quiet came out. Yeah. Now it talks about us. Yes, right. that's right. Yeah. Now I just buy yeah. a copy of that book for people. Or um, the highly sensitive person is another <gasps> one that's kind of like that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. am. But yet we're on a mission. Exactly. So we have to serve our mission. And so we get this courage to overcome our personalities. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I want to ask you this question. There are so many messages in the book and there's so much that you've written in here. It truly is a guidebook. Um, but there are just a couple of things I want to ask you about. I want to ask you about the past. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I was really struck by in the book that I had to really overcome in order to become me and to continue to become me is Lesson 29. You can mm-hmm. waste an entire life in pain. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, that one right there, not only do I understand it, but I've lived it. I'd love to hear from your perspective what that has come to mean for you. I think that we, um, we do have great pain and great struggle. Every single person, certainly everyone listening, I would say every person that reaches a certain age is going to have some kind of incredible suffering. And so then it becomes our choice to like either stay in that, that story or that reality or we can just decide, okay, that's my experience, and now I want to see what else life has to offer. Mm. We're, we're continually moving forward. We don't have to take that pain with us, you know, like a giant gray suitcase. We don't have to drag it along with us throughout everything. In fact, part of the journey is like learning how to just let go of, let go of that suitcase of pain and just be like, well, that was, that was then. I move forward incorporating that understanding, but I don't have to like live there all the time anymore. I, I can be free. I can be free to go forward. So I mm. think that's that guidance of, you know, look at what you're carrying around with all your pain and just see if there's some of that that you can just leave, you know, on the ground and move forward. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, there's so much that, you know, you're bringing forward to help us remember, you know, I, I think about the book and as I've read, I've read through the book twice now. And one of the things that I am so struck by is, you know, as I went through the first time, uh, there were certain things I was attracted to. When I went through again in preparing for the show, other things came up mm. like what I talked about uh, previously. But the one thing I want to talk about to sort of end the show today is why vibration matters. And you have now given me the answer that when people ask me, why are we building what we're building? You know, what is it about having to build this kind of network? Why is it that you want to build it so diverse? You just gave me the answer in this lesson. Can you talk about vibration and explain it to folks in the way that it matters for how we go out into this world. But sometimes people think of vibration as this sort of humming energy that we have, or sometimes people think of it as like their chakras. Some people have that vocabulary or their positivity, you know, being super positive. But the book says vibration is another way of speaking about openness, transparency, radiance, of opening to your own innate light. And then when we speak of raising vibration, we speak of your willingness to shed misbeliefs, distraction, group thought, so that you experience the higher energies of your divine essence. So 
So it's really about this idea of getting completely open and completely transparent so that your, your, your light, your inner light is shining forth, and that's how you engage the world. You get rid of all the gunk, all the sticky stuff, all the, all the yeah. you just let it all go, and um, you're just sort of blazing forth, you know, with this uh, transparency and this openness and this light. Mm-hmm. And that's that's your approach. So there's nothing hidden. There's no secrets. There's no darkness. There's no pain. You've dealt with all of that, or you're dealing with it, and you're just working forth on you know being your true divine self in this worldly world. Mm. You know, we have a few minutes left, and clearly I have picked some things out of the book that apparently that I resonated with. As you tap into the energy of this show today. Um, and the book and what you've written, what other messages would you like to share that we hadn't talked about today that are coming up for for us today on the show and the listening audience? Thank you. Um, I think I like to think about what's coming up is this idea of we're taught, you know, society teaches us that there's this really particular way that we need to move through our lives or maybe our family or our our culture or our background. And in reality, those are just ways of thinking about it. There's no one right path. It's just the path that is working for you. It's just mm-hmm. it's just like your own unique path. So we don't need to compare ourselves to others or to think this person has it easy or this person has it hard. It's like we're each walking on the path and we're each making our own individual uh, progression. And I think that that's important to remember. Like, we're all, we're all struggling, and we're all expanding, and um, we're all making our way, even if we're making the path, you know, from, from different points on the mountain. We're all moving toward that same goal of expanding and understanding. Mm. Thank you so much for today. I mean, um, there is so much that you've put in this book. I mean, it's really amazing. Uh, it's just beautiful. Um, and there's there's something here for everyone at any point in time. And I want to thank you and ask you to please let folks know again how they can listen to your show, how they can find out more about you, how they can get a copy of the book. And and then I want to ask you for your personal message and what you'd like to leave us with today. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. So everyone can find uh, me at sarahwiseman.com. And I do have uh, two shows. I have Ask Sarah, which is a call-in show. You can find that on the website. And also I have a teaching podcast called Spiritual Psychic, which You'll find all the archives for all of that there. I think the personal message is definitely I see in all my time doing this work. So, you know, it's been 18 years now that I've been fully involved with this whole realm is that people are absolutely evolving. And that might not seem like it in, if you're listening to the news, but um, from what I'm seeing from where I sit in working with so many people, uh, people are evolving. People are connecting to each other more. They're connecting to the earth more. They're supporting each other more. And this 
regardless of what the, the news says and so forth, this is where we're really going. We're going to this place of supporting each other and helping each other all move forward. So there's a lot of uh, reason for hope and there's a lot of reason for joy, even if uh, it might seem contradictory, you know, when you're looking at your news feed. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you do. And for those of you out there, uh, if you've missed any part of this, uh, we will have the archive up tonight. Sarah, thank you so much for everything. Oh, thank you, Dr. Pat. I'm honored to be with you today. Mm. And for those of you, if you've missed any part of this, just go to the drpatshow.com or you can go to Transformation Talk Radio and you'll be able to listen to the whole thing. And don't forget to go to iTunes or Spreaker or wherever else Jessica has put the show. And please feel free to download your podcast. Again, thank you all for being who you are from all of us to all of you. Uh, please, please make this the best day in your life. We'll see you next time. Audio was via a Skype call.